Napa know-how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10-31-17. You are Locked On Kings. Your daily podcast on the Sacramento Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Here at Temple with the free throw line sealed off. Finds Rudy baseline right. Oh, he went to the floor as he put it on the floor. The Pacers come up with the ball. Rudy may be hurt. He grabbed his left ankle. Rudy's still down. Pacers are fouled. It's going to be free throws. Rudy Gay tried to get up, and he fell to the floor again. This is very serious, it appears, for Rudy Gay and the Kings. He's face down on the floor, and he is rolling. He immediately grabbed at his right ankle. Now with the foul being committed by the Kings, the Kings are going to take a timeout. Pete Youngman comes running to the near end of the floor to check on Rudy Gay. The concern right now is for the Kings veteran. Put the ball on the floor, lost his footing, and went down hard. And when he went down, I don't know if he got kicked from behind, but he grabbed toward the ankle immediately. He was trying to get to the ball. So we'll just have to wait and see. He's still on the floor in a seated position now. A couple of the Pacers have come over to check on Rudy. It's 79-69. It's a 10-point ball game. 14 seconds left. There's going to be free throws upcoming for the Pacers once we are able to resume. Rudy going to be helped to his feet and uh, not going to put any weight, it appears. Well, now he puts a little bit of weight on that left foot and ankle. And he is being helped off the floor. And now they've got his legs extended and they're carrying him off the floor. Well, Jason, this is a somber moment for the Sacramento Kings, not only for tonight, but for upcoming games. And the look on Rudy's face as we see him on the big video board, he's hurting. Yeah, you can't totally speculate on injuries, but I didn't see an ankle tweak. Normally you see an ankle roll. and That's why you wonder about an Achilles. Yeah, exactly. That was the the thought I had. And Rudy looked back thinking maybe he was fouled and there was was nothing there. So I, I hope... That didn't happen, but you just don't know. Watching a replay as he put the ball on the floor, there was an awkward move there with he jabbed his foot down and then went to the floor. 14.3 seconds to go in the quarter. Rudy Gay with 21 points, four rebounds, eight of 13 from the floor, including three of four from downtown. And now at the Kings locker room. Well, this has become a very somber Golden One Center here with the injury to Rudy. And here we are, another edition of Locked on Kings. Wish I was coming to you with different circumstances. An absolutely brutal night for the Sacramento Kings at Golden One Center on Wednesday. Here we are, though, each and every day. We promise to be here for you. Talking about the Sacramento Kings, talking about the NBA, and uh, most recently, A painful loss, literally, for the Sacramento Kings. Blew a 22-point lead, but lost 
their second-best player, Rudy Gay. As you heard, the injury there. And, man, what a night for the Sacramento Kings playing some great basketball, blew the lead, and then, as you heard there by the G-Man described, the final 14 seconds of the third quarter, everything changed. Absolutely everything. We'll cover that here on the podcast today. Get a very emotional locker room talking about one of their their family members, their fallen uh, teammates, their brothers, uh, DeMarcus Cousins. We'll hear from him. We'll hear from Garrett Temple. But the story of the night does remain Rudy Gay and his injury and the pickle now that the Sacramento Kings will be in uh, from here on out. We'll discuss that coming up. We thank you for following us here on Locked on Kings, uh, Google Play, Audio Boom, Stitcher, all the different ways you can find us, and certainly iTunes. Subscribe there if you would. We will do a little game recap first and foremost, not as much analysis as normal, but want to get into the Rudy situation. But we'll, we'll go to the game first. Kings, tale of two halves, really, and it's been very similar to the homestand for the Kings. They just did it in reverse. In the homestand, they've been building huge deficits, only to rally and make it a one-possession game in the fourth, only to lose. This one, they played great. They had a great first half, best first quarter of the homestand, a good half, and could they just hang on to the 22-point lead? Third quarter was not good. Turnovers became an issue. Third straight game, they've turned the ball over 20 or more times. But again, 14 seconds left in the third. Rudy gets injured. They're up 10, and it just felt like that's when everything changed. I know they were already losing some of their lead. Paul George got going. Jeff Teague got going. Miles Turner had a much better game. Al Jefferson was good all the way through. And then the Kings kind of cooled off. Uh, Only 40 points in the second half, giving up 65 themselves and a brutal loss for the Sacramento Kings, 106-100. And uh, here's how it played out at Golden 1 Center. Off the dribble, Aaron Brooks leans inside, finds Al Jefferson, and Big Al scores it. Long lead pass, Garrett Temple to the rack. Score the basket as the quarter ends. What a great pass from Matt Barnes, the length of the floor, and in full stride. Garrett Temple pulled it in like a wide receiver and took it straight to the rack. How about that way to close out the quarter? His Cousins at the left elbow, throws a pass to Rudy in the corner. Going to launch a corner three and score the corner three. The Kings are 5 of 12 from downtown. After a rocky stretch where they committed eight turnovers in this second quarter, they've righted the ship. They lead 60 to 38. Temple to Costa, back to Temple, baseline right, takes it out on the wing. Feeds to Costa, coming strong. Goes to the left hand and scores. I thought he was going to crank it up and try to dunk it over two defenders, but he suddenly switched the ball to his left hand and finessed it over the rim. Beautiful play by Costa Cooper's. Timeout taken by Indiana. Kings have pushed the lead back to 17, 70 to 53. Jefferson digs back now against Cousins. Turns, there's that flip, there's the score. Jefferson, that's his bread and money move right there. Big Al out of Prentice High School in Mississippi. 32 years of age in his 13th NBA season. Here's a steal, ball taken away by Paul George. Open floor, hammered. Scores it. Took it away from Matt Barnes. It's a two-point game at 85-83. Timeout taken by Dave Yeager. Follow finds Cousins at the left elbow. Cousins now with Turner playing off him a bit. Backdoor cut. Layup. Scored by Matt Barnes. There's the triple-double for DeMarcus Cousins. 20 points, 11 rebounds, and 10 assists. Cousins digs back now on Turner. Feeds a pass cross-court. Trying to go to a Flalo. Turnover. It was stolen by Jeff Teague. Perfect anticipation. Paul George stutter step. Pull up for two. Pacers lead by three. It's 101 to 98. Timeout taken by Sacramento with a minute 34 to go. 
Kings push, five on four. Lead pass goes to Aflalo, back to Cousins, down the lane, Euro steps, goes with the left hand, blocked by Thaddeus Young, and there's your play of the ball game for Indiana. That one may seal the deal. And here is Turner wide open for the flush. 17 seconds to go, it's now a two possession game. Thaddeus Young, who was just inserted moments ago by Nate McMillan, comes up with the block of the ball game, and the Pacers convert in transition to lead by five, 17 seconds remaining. Only seconds remaining, Garrett Temple takes the long lead pass, launches for three, doesn't get it, and the horn sounds. The four-game winning streak of the Kings over Indiana is now history. The Pacers come back to get a six-point win, 106-100. to Indiana has now won seven of their last eight. They improved to three games over 500, and the Kings now slide to a season-worst nine under 500. Well, right afterwards, one of the guys that was uh... – key to the performance Jeff Teague played 34 minutes went five of six but got to the line a ton double digits 11 of 11 ended with a double double a near triple double 22 7 and 11 joined the G-man Gary Gerald right after the game Jeff I'm Gary Gerald they call me G-man can you hear us all right yeah then? I can hear you great all right boy you talk about turnarounds I know the first half and I can only imagine what Nate McMillan's disposition was in the locker room at halftime he couldn't have been very happy because that wasn't a pretty first 24 minutes for the Pacers. What was the difference in the second half? We just had to play harder. Um, we got out and we guarded. We picked up our pressure. It started with uh, PG getting on, getting on everybody in the locker room. We all came out and said we're going to get after it, and we did that. 22 points tonight, 7 boards, 11 assists. You were terrific, particularly in the second half. You got to that free throw line, and you made all 11 of your attempts. I want to ask you about what the transition has been like for you, your first year with another organization rather than Atlanta. Yeah, at the beginning it was tough. You know, um, I'm so used to being with certain guys on the floor and knowing where everyone's going to be. I knew that offense like the back of my hand. So it took me a while. I was shooting terrible. But um, lately, the last couple of weeks, I've been figuring it out, and I think we've been moving playing a lot better. But uh, we continue to grow as a group. Um, great coaching staff, great teammates, and uh, we continue to keep playing like we've been playing lately. We've been a pretty good team. Well, Jeff, you did an outstanding job tonight. We congratulate you on the victory. Thank you for a few moments of your time. I really appreciate it. All right, so the Pacers now have won seven of eight. They go to 22 and 19. The Kings, meanwhile, fall at the midway point to 16 and 25. The nine games below 500 is a season low mark for them. The 22 point deficit blown is their largest lead that they've lost this season. The earlier mark was the 19 point lead they had against the Lakers and lost. But again, that all kind of falls to the wayside because to me it's all about Rudy and what you know forget about whether you think oh the Kings should have traded him or he was not going to be a king in the future now we're talking about a human being the person a teammate for these guys a guy that I personally have like covered I'm a fan of Rudy's and then you just feel for him where he is professionally in his career uh, getting one more big contract was on the horizon he was going to opt out that made financial sense he still could have been a king. I don't know that it would have been, but now he may be. This becomes a, a completely different situation for the Kings. Rudy probably won't opt out. Achilles injuries take nine months to 12 months at least. So he's got $14 million in hand if he stays a Sacramento king. That damages the Kings because they can't use their best player next year uh, for part of the year at least. And now what? 
you don't clearly have a second best player with Cousins. You have a bunch of role players. And this this has just created a, a sticky situation for the Sacramento Kings. And only halfway through the season, they're a month away from the trade deadline. Uh, just brutal. Brutal, brutal, brutal all the way around. But first and foremost, I really feel for Rudy Gay, for his family, for his professional career. And I hope he comes back and still is able to regain his form. But a lot of guys don't. And I hope he does. But just a, an awful incident. And you just feel – I feel for the team, for the franchise. Yes, I, I you know, I cover the team. I've worked for the team. But this team can't get breaks. Sometimes they create their own problems and can't get out of their own way. But you never want to see anybody injured. And when he was carried off, you're just – your heart just sank. And you, I expected it to be Achilles. You don't know for sure. And then when the report came that it was, just bad, bad news all the way around for the Kings and so let's go to the locker room though and as you can imagine post game audio there very raw very emotional and passionate to Marcus Cousins disaster tonight um, I was awful in the second half just totally broke down completely did you make uh, some sort of adjustment or was it just kind of I said it was us. Um, you know, what was successful for us in the first half and what worked for us in the first half, I think we went away from early on. And uh, once they got some confidence and momentum, um, we just completely broke down. When you have to carry a teammate off the floor like that, what does that do for your guys' psyche and mentality as you go forward? That's hard to watch. Um, That's a tough thing to watch, man. Um, it, it sucks for Rudy. Um, I mean, this is a guy with a family. Um, he's a guy with a career that he cares deeply about. Uh, you know, this was a big year for him, obviously. And, um, you know, it just it sucks that, you know, this is how it played out. Um, you know, put this, put the team to the side, put the, you know, the whole season, whatever. Just him as a man, it, it sucks for him. And um, no, I hate it. I hate it for him. Um, it sucks, man. It really does. Did you get a chance to talk to him at all? I mean, I, I spoke to him. He'll um, be in my prayers, but. A guy in that situation, what what can you say to him? Like, what's the right thing to say? You know, none of us have experienced that before. None of us, you know, know the pain he's dealing with right now. And, um, I mean, what can you say? So, uh, I mean, I told him to keep his head up. I'm praying for him. But, uh, you know, I was limited on words. I I don't know what to say to somebody going through a situation like this. I, I, I honestly don't. I don't recall, at least in your career in Sacramento, ever you know, having to experience a teammate go down in that type of capacity and the effect it could have on your, on your season. How do you stomach something like that going forward? It's hard. Honestly, it is. It's hard. Uh, I mean, to sit there and, you know, try to psych yourself out to, you know, to not start, to not start thinking about your own body, uh, possibility of, same thing happening to you in the next play. It's, it's hard. And, um, I mean, watching your teammate, you know, get carried off the floor, it, it's hard. And, um, 
I, that's my second time watching that guy get killed. I, I was there for, you know, the guy we played tonight, Paul. The same thing happened with, like, it's a tough thing to watch, man. It's, you, it's a tough thing to watch. How do you guys keep together and you go on this road trip on this bad news? <sighs> Got to become even more mentally strong, um, grow even closer as a team, learn to appreciate each other even more because of situations like this. I mean, I hope this just opens our eyes up and lets us know, like, you know, how valuable this, these chances are for us. And, and we learn to appreciate one another because at any given moment, that can be us or the next man. So, um, if anything, this should should bring us even closer, and um, hopefully we gain that. We we get that effect, and um, you know we finish this season out for Rudy. This this is for Rudy, regardless of the bullshit that's going on. You know, with the business aspect of this game, I mean that's still our brother out there. So uh, gotta finish this thing out for Rudy. Is it tough? I mean, when you see something like that, is it even possible for you to even think about basketball? And that's what I'm saying. Is I mean, of course it's. Of course, people would like you to remain professional and say all the right things, but and it's not even about basketball right now. It's it's about a, a human being in the other room, so uh, it is hard. Well, he's distraught with his own play, but certainly about his fallen teammate, and uh, I like how the sentiment there, this is for Rudy. I mean, they, they've, they've got to unite around this it is an opportunity for other players it is a next man up that's the brutality of sports but that doesn't mean the human element doesn't sting and hurt and um like demarcus said there it it could have been him it could be anybody that's how fragile these things can be and so there's some perspective some raw emotion from demarcus cousins how about garrett temple he got caught up in the rudy injury as well and he shared his thoughts with the media after the game I don't know. I don't think it really had that much. Uh, it had some effect on us, but, um, you know, guys have been in situations where we've had people get hurt and you have to, you have to step up and uh, continue to play the game. Uh, you know, I, I didn't know the exact extent of it until the end of the game, so, uh, but that's, that's, that's tough. You know, right now, this is a business. You, you worry about winning, winning and losing, but, uh, you know, at this point, I'm much more concerned about my teammate. Did you get a chance to talk to him at all? I haven't. I haven't yet. Um, I went and checked on him uh, after the game. Just told him I was here um, if he needed to talk. But, uh, yeah. How does that kind of shape forward for you guys? As you, I mean, it might be a little too early to look at that, but at least in the knee-jerk reaction to look at the rest of the season. Guys, guys got to step up. You know, we lost a 20-point score on one of our go-to guys. Um, Early on, earlier this season, we've had a situation where he was out for a number of games. Uh, you know, but with him and obviously Omri out for a few games, guys are going to have to step up and, uh, you know, next man up, next man up. How was the mood when you came in with everybody and you guys knew what was going on? Uh, somber, very somber. Um, you know, it's we've got a, a team of, of good character guys, guys that have, you know, uh, the right mindset. Uh, and it's, it's tough to see people get hurt, especially someone, uh, a guy like Rudy, you know. So um, you know, I'm going to be praying for him. And, uh, 
you know, hopefully he can bounce back stronger than before. Well, and losing a 20-point score isn't easy. Um, just statistically for the Sacramento Kings, without Rudy this year, five and six. I know that number sounds okay. And, you know, the team's playing nine games below 500. Hey, they've won five games and lost six without Rudy. They'll be okay. Uh, they might be. I mean, it's going to be an opportunity. Omri's also hurt, but maybe more Barnes, more Tolliver, more opportunity for some of these other guys. I do want to caution the stats, though. Remember, numbers are can be misleading at any time. Here's some of the, the more deeper dive numbers into this 5-6 and six without Rudy this year. They have three of their worst losses of the season. They lost by 20 to Dallas when they only scored 79. Lost by 26 at Milwaukee. Lost by 34 at Houston. In those six losses, they are averaging losing by 19 points per game. So they'll miss Rudy. They will. They really, really will. But with all that said, you got to move on. You got to get ready for the most difficult road trip of the season. No one's going to feel sorry for the Kings. They're not. So you've got to do your best to rally, uh, given the guys that get the opportunity have to shine and play the season for Rudy Gay. As far as the front office, wow, good luck. I, I just don't know the right path now. Does this change everything? Do you Are you forced to play the young guys? Does this get you in a situation of a complete reboot? Now maybe think, well, we're going to have to trade Cousins. Do you say, no, we're just going to stand pat and keep Rudy and hope he gets healthy and then try to move him? There, This is all in its infancy, but a lot of tough decisions for Vlade in that front office going forward. We'll tackle that more as uh, we kind of digest all this news, but... Kings fell to the Pacers, 106-100. We do thank you to listening to Locked on Kings. Again, subscribe on iTunes. Leave us ratings and reviews there. Audio Boom is how you can find a Stitcher as well. And uh, we'll be back for another edition of Locked on Kings to preview the road trip and much more to get to and more detail on the health of Rudy and where the organization goes next. But uh, an emotional night, a tough night Wednesday for the Kings in the loss to the Pacers, but losing Rudy Gay as well. We thank you for listening to Locked on Kings. You are Locked On Kings, your daily Sacramento Kings podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99. And our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.